I'm sick of being the fucking commercial guy. I want one of you guys to do this commercial. <laughs> All right, one of you guys do this. One of you guys need to do this commercial. Tell people about the bundles, how to get a free no BS six pack formula, mindpumpmedia.com, do all that stuff. Because everybody's like, oh, Sal's always. I crazy. got it covered for us, dude. Here we Sal. are. We just ripped out our first episode, or we're about to rip out our first episode inside the new Mind Pump Media headquarters. Ooh, and it's cozy. And something that we got to remind everybody going on this month is uh, we've given, given away our. Maps, a no BS six pack. Fuck, and I fucked up. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. We're not cutting this, by the way. Listen, listen, listen. No, no, every, no. Once, every once in a while, I like to show my worth. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Hey, I see. Hey, you've, been, you've been getting so many reps. We're well, like, it's, it's, oh my God, this is so much weight. It, it's never when we're moving furniture or doing any real work. It's always when we're doing it. We're working on our testosterone. Yeah. So. Hey, li- li- listen, we're giving away the no BS six pack formula. This is our program designed to work your core you're going to get it for free all you got to do is enroll in any of our maps bundles we have the sexy athlete bundle we have the build your butt bundle and we have the rgb bundle that's the cadillac nine months of exercise programming enroll in any of those and you get the no bs six pack formula for free you can find all these programs at mindpumpmedia.com how many reviews did we have? Reviews we had 10 time. reviews. Oh, that's a shitty week. It what? is. I think because we were moving, people were oh, kind of they just thought out. we're not here. Know. Yeah, yeah, we're here. Mm. We're here. Mm. Isn't that weird? Uh, yeah. All the time. Recognize us. So we had, yeah, 10 reviews. We're going to give away three shirts. So we have IT Steven, RVK2853, and Dr. Stud2. Ooh, that's my yeah. doctor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dr. Stud. How do they so, get, how do they get yeah. their free t-shirts, Doug? Yeah, send the name I just read to iTunes at mindpumpmedia.com. Include your shirt size, your shipping address, and we'll get that out to you right away. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts. Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Hello? Hmm. Man, that's a lot of echo. Still echoes. I mean, this room is not finished. Yes, it's not. I mean, the bottom line is it's not going to sound as good as yeah. it can. Okay. Yeah. Until we get Roll it Roll with it. I'll throw a little <clears throat> de-reverb on you. What's that? Oh, yeah. Hmm? Oh, de-reverberation? Yeah. De-reverberation-ish? I feel, like, I feel like with the, the new light set up like this, that it feels... um. It changes the whole ambiance. It changes the energy. I wonder what it's going to do. Mm. I do like that Dick is right next to me. Low though. key, you you like having Dick next to you. I do. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Right, right. Next <clears> to your it's weird. Hand. It's weird that I like that. That you like Dick? <laughs> it's not weird. Yeah. We I guessed it. We would have guessed it. Yeah. You, you were pointing. It's Sal today points All out the signs my, were there. My my femi- my feminine tendencies. Is that what you said? Yeah. Because I, I write nice. Mm. Well, there's a lot of them. Yeah, you write nice. You're wearing well, lavender. You yeah. write nice. You the clothes you wear. You like to paint your toenails. I am wearing. Yeah. You like you, you like men. You know all these things. You add them all up. It's. I mean, it's, it's like one plus one. I like yeah. I like women too. It makes two. Yeah, you like them both. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I have to deal with you fuckers every day. Well, shit. Like me on that level. Too much manliness. Cool. That might be what's going. It pushes you opposite. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially yeah. Justin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Justin's a testicle, basically. He's a big walking you know, yeah. it's testosterone molecule. That's I why can't, I'm so itchy. After, after Wally came in here and was picking on Justin, I can't help it but look at the flannel and the, and the uh, RVCA shorts and stuff like that. I was like, you know, only Justin can pull that off. You know, yeah. That? It's yeah. a distinctive look. Yeah. I feel like you make fun of my, my fashion, but Justin's, um, you know, 
My, it's you know why? Because I I fucking make it work. That's you well. Do. It's remember what you I tell do. you. It's not about what you wear. It's how you wear. It's it. how you wear. And he yeah. and he wears it well. He yeah. owns it. Is this going to be our first aired yeah. episode inside our new? This is it, right? This is the first episode recorded. This is yeah. it. Did you did you listen to the episode? Please that, that let Doug, that, me know. Oh. I had to get a song in there. You know the only pro- okay. In. So we need to let the listeners know that we're not done, though. We're not done soundproofing or whatever they call it. What do they call yeah, it? No, sound they're they're going to think we, we upgraded to a shittier <laughs> studio. Yeah, it's like not you guys are more echoey. We're not done with our acoustical treatment. Yeah, so yeah. it's not it's not going to sound as good right now in your ears, but it will when we're totally I'll tell done. You what, I got leg room. It looks fantastic in here. You know, let's uh, just get to it's that a, point at some point. It's, the, the recording studio itself, because the whole facility is way bigger but the recording studio itself is like what twice as big as yeah, the old one about, if you could if you did a cubicle right if you actually yeah. counted the ceiling too it's it's about three four times with that it's massive yeah it's we got lot. a green screen in here because we're going to film all kinds of uh, video in here with yeah. uh, like weird backgrounds and shit mm-hmm. a lot of adult like films space titties adult films that's uh, our backup plan if things don't go well there's oh, adult films totally mm-hmm. we're going to produce you adam you know that, right? <laughs> it's not, I'm not going to be on it. Yeah. Justin's definitely he's not going to be on it. He's our stallion. It's going to be you. I don't know, man. I I'm going to be our di- workhorse. I'm going to be directing it. Justin's the fluffer. Yeah. Doug will be videoing. Last it. time I checked, Justin has Oil the, boy. Justin has the bigger <laughs> soccer mom following than I do for sure. Yeah, there's a market for Justin for I, sure. You know, there's for me too. It's the it's gay, it's the gay market though. It's, it's not, I'm not. Yeah, you got the gay market. He's got the soccer mom market. Awesome. I got the there's no market moms. for me. Yeah. Fortunately, though, mine's got more money. Probably because I drive a minivan. Last time I checked, the gays have more money than soccer moms. I don't know. Yeah, uh, for porn. For porn, yeah. dude. What do you mean? What do you for porn? If you're bro. a soccer mom. You're a stay-at-home mom. You definitely have less money than a fucking gay guy. Here's the mm. here, work. Here's the deal. Here's that's the a, deal. That's a total overgeneralization, but for the most part, I think okay. But yeah. okay, right. hold on a second. Because I know some, I know there's someone soccer mom that's insulted right now. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, if you, listen, I make this much yeah. money at I home. I drive every a Jaguar, day. right? Yeah. SUV. But you're messing it up. If we did straight filthy porn, yes, the gay community would make would definitely spend more money. But if we did like story type of shit Ooh. with Justin like he's yeah. he just finished chopping wood he's got fucking God, I'm sweaty he's got wood chips all over him he's yeah. coming he's got to take his clothes off you remember whatever yeah. you do that story this motherfucker's making like, shit listen. tons of money look at 50 shades of gray remember that stupid book that went out that I'm came gonna out? eat some steak and then women bought it up like crazy yeah I that's, never, that's what I'm talking you, about did you catch that film did you watch mm. that the film was shit it, it was stupid it was horrible yeah. I didn't watch it Justin, yeah. did you watch it? Yeah, I did. Oh, you both yeah, you yeah. both watched. Well, that. here's the thing. So when you're when you're married uh, and your and your wife, says, I forgot we've covered this. Yeah, yeah, yeah so they want to watch something together. Yeah, and it's like can kind of pornish. You're like fuck yeah. Watch <laughs> Can that. I just say that I was cleaning up my house the other day and I found pirates. I'm so excited. Oh, the original. The, oh, the, fucking the pirates. Por- the, the well mass produced. Wait a minute. You found it. Does that mean you? That means that's you lost it. Missing. Yeah, that's my bro. favorite all time. Bro, do you? Right you there. have kids in your house. You can't have missing porn. I'm like, this isn't Jack Sparrow. The only thing worse than that is like finding Holy your. Shit. You're missing like coke or something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, there's the cocaine yeah. that I had missing. You got children. You can't have porn yeah. laying around. I'm so the guy yo, who I have it right in. Right in the mix oh, of holy all shit, my- that's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> dad, dad, I got that found this new pirate movie. You oh, would you would yeah. have no idea though. That's t- that literally stays right in my my case of DVDs with everything else. Booty. And you, you you look at that case, it looks literally like a normal pirate movie. Even when you grab it, you have to like really look at it and read it before you realize. When I oh, watch shit, this when, was- when I think of porn movies like pirates and all those kind of films, I can't help but feel bad for the uh, the porn industry. It got destroyed with internet. Killed. Oh yeah. yeah, you can't make a high quality film anymore. No, they got yeah, but, crushed. Yeah, but they're making more money now. Mm, 
as a whole they are but the Please, a- you porn and all that as, but, an, as an individual yeah, now, now no. oh dude you got to be kidding me no. right now there, there's so i mean no. we were just discussing no you're wrong no. you're wrong you're I'm, wrong you're wrong. You're I'm doing, wrong. You're wrong. You're I'm wrong. Doing, I'm doing what Trump did in the first debate. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. yeah. Wrong. Yeah. Wrong. 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 Here's here's okay. You know, like your all your big names. Like you, if you're if you know the name, I don't know the names of the girls anymore. Like of the big porn. I don't girls. know. It was like what Janet Jameson. Okay, so those the, those girls, right? If you're, like, I don't know who that is. If you're the upper echelon. Uh, before you continue, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's make a bet. Okay. Let's now the, the porn industry itself makes a shit ton of money. I'm talking about individual actors and stars and superstars. Well, let me. Finish. They don't exist like they used to. Well, let me finish mm. my statement. That's where I was going with this. Is that okay? So if you're someone like a Jenna Jameson, that mm-hmm. type of that type of porn star, that person is getting hurt by this. Yes. Because she she's she represents the one percent of the one percent. There's only a, there's only a small p- portion of these girls that are making that top top dollar. Then the rest aren't making anything. Well, now. Someone like her is suffering because she's getting beat by Jane Smith, who nobody knows, who's out of you know Tennessee doing it out of her trailer, but she's fine as fuck and she's got a great internet connection, and yeah. so she's got and she has a social media following of twenty thousand followers that it's are paying her bandwidth that are paying her sixty nine ninety nine a month to show her you know play with her toys and stuff like that's the that's the business now now here's like, what happened you build a social media following up yeah, you but, got you got twenty plus thousand yes, followers here's what happens you, you got a six figure business you well do, here's right? what happens when you yes when you decentralize something mm-hmm. um the big 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 money makers they they don't make that much money more but you get a lot of middle ground you get a lot of people making some money it's better. so there's a lot of people now making it's better for everybody 50 grand a year 60 grand a year because of you know internet porn but you're not making like jenna jameson at one point is making tens of millions of dollars a year on all kinds of different things and products and shit mm. so it's not happening anymore bro so your dreams of being a superstar are yeah. over <laughs> Sorry, Adam. Those butt plugs, you uh, know, that that sponsor your butt plug idea. We can't do it. Easy, yeah. easy. No, what was that one idea you had? Oh, you wanted to make a cast of your dick. Oh, that's right, bro. That's don't be sharing that on the air. <laughs> what, is, what, yeah. a, what kind of <laughs> just only up. Adam? Only yeah. Adam has got that. Like, enjoy my shiny phallus. He's got enough. We'll call it self confidence to be like, mm, nobody knows about me, but I'm gonna make a cast of my dick and sell <laughs> thousands of them. That's a backup plan, bro. That's not uh, like a main. That's not like Plan A. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like that's like Plan D. You know what I'm saying? Plan like C. A, yeah, I've got I've got a lot of other things. Plan A is mind yeah. pump. Plan B, maybe. What's, okay, it might be Plan B. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, where the fuck is the Worst bird at? Case scenario. Where the fuck is this bird at? being brought to you by Chimera Coffee. It's the only coffee that is infused with all natural nootropics for a cleaner, calmer, and more focused buzz without the crash. Click the Chimera link at mindpumpmedia.com and input the discount code MINDPUMP at checkout for 10% off. It's the motherfucking quad. The eagle has landed. Strong Flex Forever is asking studies to support specificity over periodization. So the question was... That's a tongue twister. He's seeing, he's talking about how recent studies are supporting specificity of training over periodization. In other words, showing that specificity is superior. Before we get into this, I think we need to uh, kind of explain what they both mean, right? Mm-hmm. Specificity of training, literally, just giving you an easy example, uh, if I wanted to get really good at writing a bike, then one of the things I should do is I should literally ride, ride a bike, ride a bike. Yeah. And that's going to give me the most carryover to 
the kind of performance that I'm looking for. So that's what specificity means. Yeah. Periodization is just, it's a kind of a general broad term which applies to uh, changing the intensity and the volume of my workouts to, you know, uh, circumvent uh, issues with, adapt, you know, adaptation and recovery with my muscles. So I may train at a super high intensity for two weeks and then at a lower intensity for another two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would be, it's a very basic, you know, way of periodizing, uh, periodizing your workouts. Now, here's the thing. Uh, first of all, let's talk about specificity. If you're if you're looking for specific types of you know adaptations, strength, performance, you need to do things that are very specific to what you're looking for. If you're looking for strong pulling power, you need to pull. If you're looking to mm-hmm. jump real high, you need to practice jumping, you know, running, swimming. If you want to get a good squat, well, you better squat. Like mm-hmm. this is uh, I, what's interesting to me is they do studies on this, and people are always blown away by them. It's I feel so like it's common so, knowledge. It's so obvious. To it's me. so yeah. obvious. Yeah. You know, it's like, is, do what do you think to get better at playing basketball? Is it a better idea to go do bicep curls, or is it better to go play basketball? Like, of which course. one's going to get you better? Now, does one of them have carry over to the other? Absolutely, yeah. but obviously, focusing. But it's, on- it's always supplemental. You know, at that point, like, you know, you still have to keep in mind the the specific attributes and traits that you're seeking and and how that directly applies to that movement or that sport that you're trying to, you know, accomplish. Well, I'm glad Sal picked this for us to discuss, because the thing that I don't like about when, when people pull studies like this or we start to debate talks like this is, you know, because this study comes out and shows that, which it's like what we were saying, duh, it's kind of obvious then people get stuck in that. And this is kind of why, mm-hmm. and this is why we talk about the importance of phasing and how they all have their role. And yes. this is why MAPS was created the way it was, is because, yes, we know that focusing specifically on an adaptation is the most ideal, but you don't, you still don't want to get stuck yeah. in just... There's still timing to that. Yeah, and, and there's still and there's still going to come a point where you're going to peak out. Your gains are going to peak out. Like I, I, And I, I know I hate using the bro term, like gains, but I think people relate to what that the best. Gains? Yes, mm-hmm. you're, yeah, right? You're, you're getting gain. Like you, yeah. Okay, so we're doing something specific, right, for the sport or whatever adaptation you're focused on. Well, the, yeah, that's great, If but after four to six weeks, those started to diminish greatly and it's only going to continue to diminish over time sure you might still see incremental incremental change or gains but it's going to be minimal and by you doing like periodization or switching up to a different modality or focus or adaptation you're going to see way more benefits because now the body has a new thing to focus right revisit right Right. and if we if we look okay so uh for the athletes i think it's obvious for Mm. specific type training you know if you're you're a football player, you should definitely practice playing football. Um, and that's going to give you the most bang for your buck uh, over anything else. I mean, you could take two teams who play football, have one team just practice football, have the other team just work out but never play football. Mm-hmm. The football player, the guys who practice football are going to do much better. Of course, right. you want to do both, but you, you get the point. Now, what about for the average listener, right? The average listener that we have uh, doesn't compete in sports. The average listener just wants to work out uh, like- for better fitness. They might want to build more muscle or burn more body fat or just look better or move, you know, just move, move better in general. Specificity is also important for them. And let me explain if, if when we're picking exercises that have lots of carryover, lots of bang for your buck, when we're, when we're talking about exercises like barbell squats and barbell deadlifts and, you know, overhead presses and pull-ups exercises that build the most muscle that tend to burn the most body fat, that give you the most, you know, strength and the most uh, results in terms of time spent doing them. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to train them uh, very specifically because you want to maximize, you want to get the most out of those exercises. So what I mean by that is 
if you're going to do barbell squats and you want to get the most out of squats, then you want to practice squats like a skill. You want to get really good at them because when you get good at squats, you can take all that progress that squats are going to give you and maximize it versus what a lot of people do, which is a mistake, is where they'll throw squats in every once in a while because they think they need to keep the body guessing and keep it, you know, keep the muscles confused. So, oh, I squat sometimes, but sometimes I do lunges and sometimes I do, you know, step ups and sometimes, and that's not good either because they're not getting the most out of these exercises that are so effective. Then you're me. That, That was me. I mean, that was probably the biggest game changer of all of us getting together was that's how I trained. I very much so trained that you way. You varied it all the time. All the time. I was the king of variation. Like I was so into varying everything that I never allowed my body to like fully adapt and see the maximum gains from each mm-hmm. type of adaptation. I was constantly throwing things at it, which, you know, I guess I could well, argue. It keeps things interesting, right? Well, I, and you could argue at the time that, well, you know, I was in good shape already. I maintained between 9 to 12% body fat. So if you're, and, you know, I wanted to move well, I wanted to be pretty strong, but none of the other stuff, like PRs didn't matter, major gains didn't matter. I wasn't really sculpting physique. Sure, I kind of was, but not really. Like, really, it was just my overall health and fitness. Mm-hmm. So that's not a big deal. But to see maximal progression or see gains, which I now had to become focused like that when I got into competing. So it changed my whole program design. I now Mm -hmm. had to like specifically be focused on things and I needed to see myself progressing and say, okay, I'm on the right Mm -hmm. track here. Now I move here. Sure. There's that too, right? You want to be able to see your body progress within that exercise, Mm -hmm. you know, adding weight to your squats uh, means you have to practice your squats. You have to practice your deadlifts. You pick these these core movements, which we know without, beyond a shadow of a doubt are the most effective exercises you can do. Mm-hmm. And it requires a specific a specificity of training because you're not going to get as strong doing these, these big movements, these very effective movements. If you throw them in every once in a while and just practice them here right. and there, well, you're just not going to. Well, and it's also important too. I mean, you mentioned sports briefly, but like, you know, structuring your program around your sport where, you know, I like specifically football, just because that's my background, like where I'm, I'm programming in power cleans and like that's really one of the you know like such a foundational movement uh all across the board for each position just because of uh the explosive movement that you're getting and you're driving those Mm -hmm. forces you know through your hips and i mean it's gonna make you an overall better player along with the strength it provides you know now you also you know complement that with uh backloaded squats you know you have all your other staple lists your bench presses your overhead presses and everything else so you know your overall strength is there but now you know it is important to phase and make sure that you know the movement quality is there the speed the acceleration now how do i apply all this strength that i built in this phase so you know the the whole phasal approach i mean this is really why we have it very specifically structured so that way it moves you along a timeline mm-hmm. and it builds you up to the point where now, okay, now conditioning. Now this is something we need to focus on. And this is the important part that brings you into the competition. Right. You want to keep in mind when you first learn an exercise or you start doing an exercise, a lot of the adaptation you're going to get is simply learning how to do the exercise. You're not going to get a lot of the muscle building effects uh, initially because you just got to get good at it. You know, if I if I've never learned if I've never learned to ride a bike before, the first few days I ride that bike, I'm not really getting fast. I'm not building lots of endurance. I'm I'm just wobbling. I'm learning how to ride that bike and the same shoes for other exercises, which is why it's also important like we like I'm saying to be quite specific with your with your training. Now, when it comes to periodization, of course, you you have that whole debate of linear 
you know, progress versus periodized process. And both have their benefits. Yeah. The, the linear progress is good because you can, can, you can stay pretty specific within a form of adaptation and see yourself progress on a regular basis. But then there comes a point where you have to stop that phase and periodize into another phase. And this is why MAPS, one reason why MAPS uh, is very different from your traditional workout programs because we kind of take all these things. We take specificity, mm-hmm. periodization, and linear models, and we program them we in ways them together. to maximize the benefit of each of them and to minimize the negative of each of them mm-hmm. because there are negatives to each of them as well. If I all I ever do is specific type training where I'm missing out on lots of different ways of moving, Absolutely. I'm missing out on mobility, I'm missing out on skill. If all I ever do is periodize my workouts, I'm missing out on on really maximizing a, a particular form of adaptation well, and, and seeing see progress. The, yeah, I see this a lot with specificity training. Like the, they get into arguments, like a lot of coaches get into argument of, of just – you know, promoting the skill and always just focusing on the skill that's very specific to that sport. However, their overall strength hasn't increased and they haven't really addressed that or their overall conditioning, you know, so it, meanwhile, you know, great skill, great, you know, but, but they get outgassed, you know, or or, or they get like overpowered. That's right. So it's, it's important to understand all of them and learn how to program them in your workouts to maximize each of them. Uh, because neglecting any one of them or not paying or saying one, this is the best, you know, periodization is the best. So my workouts are completely centered around periodization. I'm not going to pay attention to, you know, uh, how I can, you know, train specifically for a skill or, or progress on a linear, you know, basis. Well, you're, you're missing, you're missing out on that as well. So it's important to pay attention to these, to these types of things. And we took all of this into account. When we designed our program. I, I feel like we kind of need to simplify even what we're talking about right now because the, the terms that we're using right now with linear progression and specificity and periodization and undulating and these are our terms that I mean if you're a fitness guy or girl like okay they might sound familiar to you but for the average mm-hmm. listener this is probably going like right over people's heads. So I think breaking down and explaining like some simple stuff like you know we were talking about the, the squats and the deadlifts like it's already it's we've we've covered this before that that that's the king of all exercise. Those are the king of all exercises, right? Overhead press, the squat, the deadlift, the big the big movements that we've talked about before, and simply just like you like Sal was saying, just including them. So if you were talking about periodization, you would be you would be cycling them through, right? That'd, you'd, that'd, you'd be cycling intensities uh, quite frequently. You know, um, I'd go heavy on Monday. Uh, you know, or this week, next week I go lighter. Um, the following week I go heavy again, or I do, you know, a faster tempo or whatever. The periodization models that I've seen tend to periodize pretty, pretty rapidly. Um, and they miss out on the linear progression that, you know, the, the linear style progression that you see when you stay consistent with a particular type of training for a longer period of time. So, so there you go again using linear and so that I'm trying to simplify. So linear this. linear would be today I did, you know, 135 pounds on my bench press for 10 reps. Next time I go for 12 reps, the next time I go for 14. I'm constantly trying to progress mm-hmm. at the same thing. Periodization would be mixing it up much more. Um, to be able to take advantage of both, you would go linear for about two or three weeks, and then you would periodize. So take advantage of the linear progression, then periodize to a different form of uh, of adaptation for another three weeks. So you're 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 progressing linearly for a period of three weeks, then you periodize, and then you progress again linearly for two to four weeks or whatever, and then you periodize. And that's what I mean by being able to combine kind of elements of both and get benefits of both and negating some of the negatives that, that you can potentially get there from both. There you go. There you go. Yeah. That much, I think that's a better, better way for us to yeah, explain good it. Call. Well, and, and we, especially when you're talking about squats and deadlifting, like 
how often how often do you guys walk in the gym and actually see somebody squatting or deadlifting and actually go like oh wow she's got really or he's got really good form like, uh-huh. just that's a great mm-hmm. squat or that's a great deadlift it's pretty fucking rare yeah it's very it rare it takes to, a lot of time yeah because a lot of people the even the people that are doing it because i mean and you got to give them some kudos for trying right for incorporating it because they know that squatting is important they know that deadlifting is important but there's a lot of poor form out there which we talked about like you know here these were some of the perks of crossfit we thought that hey you know crossfit has really reintroduced you know, some of these good, these good old school movements mm-hmm. that are so important. And so, so many more people, I mean, God, I was just in the gym. I, I can't remember, you know, 10 years ago, ever, ever having to wait for a squat rack, much less than a gym that has five of them. And I found myself sitting and waiting for someone to be done. Like, that's just insane to me. Like that was never like that 10 years ago. No, no. Big gyms had one squat rack and it was empty. Yeah. And now so many people are doing, which is awesome to see. But then so many people are just kind of throwing them in there, incorporating them and then moving along the routine routine when they could probably spend the entire hour working on their mechanics and getting good at that, that squatting and staying on a, in a five by five for a while type of training and then moving on to, you know, your higher reps, like you said, like, and here, you know, here's something else that just popped and you know popped up in my mind about this when you're talking about really perfecting um, an exercise or skill when it comes to exercise that really lends itself well to the big gross motor movement exercises if you like to mix shit up a lot and just throw things at your in, in your workouts uh, use the single joint you know isolation based movements those are fine you don't I don't need to sit here and perfect a barbell curl or perfect a you know, a tricep press down um, and, or machine press down or all these different you know, versions of them. Right. Those are good exercises to fucking throw in a mix. And as a matter of fact, and in, in our programs like uh, Maps Aesthetic, where we have focus sessions where you do do that, we tell people, pick, take your pick and throw them in there and mix them up as much as you want. But those big gross motor movements, we put, them, put in there pretty regularly because those are the ones that you can really perfect and build a lot of skill around. Mm-hmm. So there's something else to consider. If you like to mix things up a lot, um, then don't do it with your big gross motor movements. Keep those kind of as staples. All the other shit, yeah, fucking mix it up. You want to do donkey, you know, kickbacks on one time. You want to do, you know, backstep lunge with a twist yeah. or whatever. That's fine. Throw that in at the end. But yeah, I, butterfly I, hip extensions. I, I think, I think it's a, a must that you're at least squatting one to three times a variation of the squat, whether it be a back-loaded or a front-loaded squat or a goblet or oh, yeah. some sort of... I squat at least uh, front squat and back squat at least twice a week. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that has to be a minimum. And then your same thing with your your deadlifting some sort of a form of a deadlift needs to be in there mm-hmm. at least, least once or twice every week and then like you said all the other movements that's where you can get overhead fun. press yeah your bicep curl yeah overhead press for mm-hmm. sure too right so your your bicep curl and, and tricep extension shit and all your little lateral movements like dude those are the ones you can go bananas and have mm-hmm. fun with because they're not the difference of you doing that machine exercise with a cable or this or that like isn't going to make that big of a difference but you simply you know, eliminating or including squats on a regular basis huge, into your routine will huge. make a huge difference huge. on your gains for sure. Mm-hmm. VH Christian J. How to reverse all the things that were discussed in the recent episode, The Decline of the Modern Male. Oh, this is part two, the part two episode or whatever. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So in that, we were talking about how, and it was kind of, part of it was tongue in cheek. We're a flannel. Well, yeah, we, yeah, this- yeah, part of it was tongue in cheek. It was a lot of joking around, but there are there is a lot of uh, pretty established science now showing that men, the average testosterone levels of men have been declining now for the past, I don't know how many decades, like you know four or five decades or whatever. And, uh, you know, so we talked about that, why that may be happening and, you know, what we could do to kind of reverse it. Here's the thing. We don't necessarily know why testosterone levels 
seem to be dropping in men. It could be, you know, xenoestrogens, which are chemicals that uh, act on estrogen receptors in the body that we're exposed to now that we weren't exposed to before. This is the this is why everybody is so uh, scared of the, the plastic bottles, water bottles, yeah, trying to transfer ex- over to aluminum. Exactly. I mean, it could, could be that. It could be other chemicals. It could be the way we eat. You know, saturated fat intake is much lower now because of the incorrect information that we were given right. by the Wouldn't FDA. Wouldn't you think it was that? Because, you know, this has just been a recent thing. Like, people have started converting... To where they're they're bringing more fats back into their diet after that. It could be that. I mean, it could be reduction in dietary cholesterol. We know dietary cholesterol, cholesterol itself is converted into hormones. It could be inactivity. People aren't active anymore. Um, it could be that society is now much more peaceful, and maybe that's a just a well. I think natural. Who knows? But I, I will say this: things that increase testosterone, we know uh, things that increase testosterone. A diet that is based on whole natural foods that is has a relatively amount a good amount of uh, natural saturated fats, mm. um, getting good sleep, having some stress in your life will raise your testosterone. You can't just be some relaxed dude on a hammock all the time, but you know you want to have some stress. Lifting weights is the best fucking th- of all the things you could possibly do. Lifting weights properly will impact your testosterone levels better than almost anything else you could possibly and do. And strangling the dragon. What yeah. a, what, a, what about uh, what about toning down all the the eye or the smartphone pornography? Mm. That's a good question. You know, um, masturbation has not I been I know shown. all the guys are angry right now tell, telling them that, but I feel like, you know, we're getting desensitized by how much. But that's, can- that's different, though. I think that has more to do with the brain than it does with hormone levels. Like, I think the brain starts to wire itself, especially if you're in adolescence and in your teen years and you're, you know, you're jerking off to a lot of internet porn. I think your brain starts to wire itself to be stimulated by you know quick changes in scenery and you don't novelty think, and stuff like that i don't think it's testosterone you don't well, think you don't, they think don't have in, kids you don't think they're inversely related i you know it, they, i don't they, there hasn't been any science that i'm a f- familiar with that has shown that uh pornography or masturbation reduces testosterone, testosterone. well we know that the, masturbation the, doesn't reduce it you know if anything yeah. it promotes it yeah but i would think just that the, the desensitizing of this artificial because in a sense it's not real right you're looking at something that's yeah. on a screen versus the physical contact and the like the just the social part maybe of just like, not being around women and having yeah, sex that's, with that, women that's what i mean like you yeah. i feel like you would it would uh cause that to happen because you're just not and I, that's what i'm trying to say is getting out there and go hunt for the real thing you know <laughs> like, get off <laughs> do your, some work get off your smartphone and get out there and hunt for the yeah, world. Isn't that the most of it though? Is like you got to go do some physical work like of some sort. Well, then that's the other thing, right? So uh, how about this? I mean, we talk about, you know, as you know, young boys, we were all young guys in the eighties, you know, growing up and you know, you were outside building forts and hammering wood and like, yeah. you know, like I was doing digging holes and I was doing manly fucking shit that's physical outside. And, you know, your young boys now, they say, I mean, they're playing video games and watching cartoons all day on TV or on their iPad or whatever. Like it's just or their YouTube, you know, like it's it's a different generation. And and I too, I have I have issues because of the way that uh, schools are are structured now to suppress a lot of uh, um, young boys um, activity levels like it's. It's at a point where, you know, they they don't want boys to be boys. They want them to be um, like 
sit still, like, you know, concentrate and, you know, like play with crafts and, you know, dude, a, a lot of bo- boys want to, want to wrestle. They want to like, throw get rocks, up, run, yeah, <laughs> right. they want to break shit. You know what? And now we're, 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 of course we're generalizing, but this is all backed by, this is, this is actually, this is legit science. Of course there's individual variances. You're going to have boys that don't like that. And you're going to have girls that like that, but as a general whole, uh, you know, generally, that's absolutely correct, and uh, there's actually been quite a few books written on how school is designed mm-hmm. for girls, and how girls are yep. have a, are going to succeed uh, in school much more because of all the things that boys like to do, and we're taught, you know, we're told in schools not to do those things. It's funny, you know, uh, they'll, they'll have Legos, you know, for kids to play with, mm-hmm. but if a boy makes a sword or a gun out of Legos big fucking trouble yeah they can't do that like please. and i hate to fucking break this to you you know uh it's a part of it's in our dna it is you put you give boys sticks and they hit them with they yeah. hit each other with even them. if they don't have sticks they pretend they have a stick or a gun even if they've never even seen one before yeah it's a trip. <laughs> right. yeah i swear is. to god yeah it's true i don't know i mean lift heavy weights do it properly get decent sleep eat enough saturated fats those are probably the best things you could possibly do to you know have healthy testosterone levels here's the thing you want to consider okay men do not go through a dramatic hormonal shift like women do you know women have menopause where their bodies stop just basically they're not able to have children anymore in fact after the age of 30 uh, a woman's ability to conceive starts to dramatically drop on a regular basis to the point where if you're i believe over the age of 35 and you get pregnant you're, they, they, they strongly recommend you get lots of testing during the pregnancy because the risk of things like you know birth defects or whatever dramatically increases after 35. Men, theoretically, we produce sperm till the day we die. We can theoretically impregnate a woman until we're dead. So if you're a healthy man, you're, you're, you're 90 years old and you somehow get, yeah. you know, you get a boner and you're, you, know, you, can, you can impregnate a woman, you're still making sperm. Your testosterone, men's male testosterone levels do decline with age, but it's not this dramatic shift of hormones that women go through. And if you're a healthy, fit, strong, able man, you will maintain very youthful testosterone levels for a long fucking time. I wonder what the oldest is. I wonder what the oldest man is that's gotten somebody uh, pregnant. (laughs) 70-something, I believe, or 80-something. Hugh Hefner is going to break it. 80-something? I believe it's like like mid-70 or 80, I believe. I remember reading this at one point. Yeah, Yeah, that's crazy. You're in elementary school, dad's (laughs) 90-something. But, I mean, think about that, right? Think about- uh, That's not my grandpa. No, it's not my great-grandfather either. That's my dad. Think about about that, right? Testosterone levels uh, exist for a reason, and if you give your body a re- If you give your body lots of signals telling it that that testosterone or having- high levels of testosterone is beneficial mm-hmm. then it will for the most part and i've trained lots of i've I, you know i i like training advanced uh age population so i've had lots of clients over 65 that have trained um i just have a lot of fun with them and i've had men over their you know in, in their you 70s know, you know you say that a lot and you know it's true because you use the term advanced aged <laughs> I would, I would, I would just call them old people. Old like, people yeah, yeah, I train old people too. Hands. You know, what I'm saying I've trained plenty of old people, yeah. but the fact that you actually call yeah. them advanced, old age. wrinkle balls over here, <laughs> yeah. advanced age. Well, is, you guys is, laugh, <laughs> but I'll tell you what, man, I've had quite a few of these guys come see me who are in their 70s, get their testosterone levels checked after working out with me for a year or two, and these are the committed ones who eat right and do everything yeah. right. And these guys' testosterone levels will measure 600, 700 
which is considered healthy for a 30 year old, which is kicking my ass, which is good. And so, you know, you can do this, man. You just got to be healthy and take care of yourself and your testosterone levels will be high. But if you're eating sugar all the time and you're behind your computer and you're, you know, and you're lazy and you don't lift weights and yeah. you know, you're just, you know, you can, you can barely have sex with your wife, you know, once a week because you have no energy or whatever. You probably got shitty testosterone levels. You know what I mean? Yeah. You need to be in a competitive environment. You need to be around other badass guys that yeah. are going to motivate you. Start a fight club. That's go hunt some. Go hunt for some go pussy. Fight, eat yeah, some fat. Yeah, lift weights. There you go. There's your three from me. There Stop being a bitch. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> eat some. Step eat, one. Eat some fat. Start a fight club. Yeah. Wear hunt, a flannel. Hunt for some pussy. Yeah. Stop There's being your, offended yeah. at everything. Yeah. There you go. All right. The next question is from for the skinny fat girls. If you had to be a villain in any horror movie, who would you be? And what movie scared you the most? God damn. Who would I be? I Villain in a horror movie. Dude, I don't watch scary movies. Horror. It's going to be a horror one for me. I'm going to have to go last. Do you? Okay, so when Adam's you were- Freddy Krueger. So let me ask you this. When you were a kid- I was scared to death of scary movies. Okay, so I'll tell you one- I'll tell <laughs> I you, love scary movies. I'll tell you one movie that that basically fucked me up. Poltergeist. No. I, I, wa- I could watch Poltergeist. Oh, I could watch fucking uh, Exorcist. I could watch fucking no. Friday the 13th. None of that shit like fucked me up. Only one movie ever ruined me, and that was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> that movie was disturbing. The first one, yes, yeah. and it's still fucking disturbing yeah, when they're all having dinner and everybody's like, they got the 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 old you know the dude that's dead and they're eating. But it's just it fucking yeah. ruined me. I watched that and I was like, I'm I'm done. Uh, yeah. It took me like a year to get over Creepy. that shit. Yeah, gross. Well, that one's kind of like because uh, don't they get don't they get like uh, they're they're like on the road on some trip right on some vacation and they have to like pull over so they run out of gas or some shit. Dude, I, I, I don't even that, remember. My, I just I remember how that disturbed happens. the shit. Out of well, me. I remember watching that one to my buddies. That was later on though. Like the yeah. uh, we watched. No, that. I, I was a kid. Oh, the, the original. <laughs> yeah, that'll mess you that's up the original, original yeah. chainsaw. The, even the newer one was scary as shit. No, you want to you want to watch something that's relatively new. It was great. You it's had Jessica Biel. Oh yeah. You want to watch something <laughs> relatively new that'll fuck you up? Watch any horror movie by Rob Zombie. Oh really? Oh, he's, he's twisted. House of a Thousand Corpses, yeah, or he's oh my god! I, halfway through the movie, I'm like, no, I, no, no, I can't. No, no. This is too much. I'll tell you what. My wife and I, the first, when we were just like, this is the, our first technical date. Right. So we go to a movie and she, I'm like, you pick the movie. Cool. Pick the movie. Hills have eyes. <laughs> what up? in the fuck? That movie was terrible. <laughs> was you're, it really? You're oh gr- my God. Like I just still have no, like, it's not even so much like nightmares. It's just like so disturbing. You know, it's like, uh, God, there was like, there's this like this mutant guy was like raping this chick and it's just like, you know, so it's awful. We walked out. So Courtney, Courtney likes scary movies. She, she did. And now she, she will absolutely not watch it. So yeah, it's Katrina, hilarious. Katrina, Katrina, the opposite. Katrina doesn't watch him. I don't watch him. So yeah. I, I, why don't you watch him? I'm scared. Bro. Wait, now? <laughs> yes, even now as a grown-ass adult, bro, I get fucking scared. And Do you really? Well, here's what I've never... Oh, my God, we're going to watch... You, it. I, I told you I don't have a closet, right? The only, we are going to watch yeah, a scary movie. No, no, God, you see, fucking pussies. This, we're going to watch it together. No, no, no. no. This No, you know why? Because you do... I exa- can't watch The Exorcist. This is exactly what all my best friends, they love to do this. They're like, oh, my God, Adam doesn't like scary movies. Let's watch one. Everybody loves to watch one just so they uh, can watch me, which is not entertaining for me at all. <laughs> and I never... We're going to. I never uh, understood this. Like, okay, like, okay, so... I love scary movies. I like to get on a roller coaster because 
because I like that the feeling it makes my stomach feel and it's like riding a ride. When I watch a movie, I want to fucking relax. I want to relax. <laughs> oh, so, I, you're, I want, so you're all tense yeah, in this movie? Yeah, bro, in a scary movie, I'm, I'm on edge the whole time. My back is sweating. My fucking... I'm, <laughs> I'm biting my nails. I'm fucking I'm looking out one eye. You know what I'm saying? Like that is not comfortable. So to me, like I've never understood what drives people to it's really exciting. Can you do those haunted houses where they like, rah, they jump out at you and they're like all dressed up. I've done them, but none of that stuff. I don't enjoy. I any you, like, of it. Do you ever watch? I don't, I don't enjoy. Any you ever of play it. scary video games? They make some of these games now that are oh, fucked dude, up. Dude, dude. Resident, yes. the first resident evil when I was a kid yeah. scared the shit out of me. I love it. Yeah, a big was, screen TV yeah. and we played that with the lights off. That sucked. Yeah, dude, no, I love, I, I love, love, love scary movies, but here's why I don't watch a lot of them because they suck. They suck. I hate watching yeah. scary movies because I'll watch them and be like, this is not Bad. scary and I know what's going to happen written. and yeah. it's bullshit. But if I watch a movie that really fucks me up, Oh man, I love that shit. I do not like it. No. You know, I'll Have do you seen like, the Mouth of Madness. No, oh that one fucked me up. We'll do mm-hmm. like a good, Stephen King. No, I, oh, how about this? You guys ever watch Faces of Death? That was I don't know. It's not so Stop much. Stop it, a, that's, dude. Not so on. much a scary movie, yeah. but it's fucking horrible shit. That's just awful. That's just videos of people getting killed yeah, and shit. Dude. That 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 was disturbing. I did see that, and I, you, I was like regretted seeing that. God, you were a weirdo, bro. Yeah. Why? Yeah, that you're just weird that you would watch. Shit like you know that. what's the ultimate? I was like, yeah, I got all my ISIS videos on play. No, I don't watch that. You know, so you know what? When I was a kid what i used to love watching when i was a kid were all of the the, the twilight zones do you guys ever watch I those love the twilight old, black zones, and white ones? the old ones hell oh, yeah wow. because they were so at the end the twist was so good and they were so scary they were always so creepy i love yeah, that shit super creepy well, i love it we never got around to asking or answering any of these questions no. here on, what was, do you mean well we didn't say who the villain would be and we didn't say what right, was well, our right, what was right, our right, scariest right. movie poltergeist was the first movie that ever scared me as a kid that's the first one that comes to mind I remember my my parents watching and loving that movie, and I remember being scared to death as a kid. I'm sure there's plenty of it's other. It's funny because mine was The Exorcist, so yeah. it's, yeah. it's kind of along that uh, that uh, supernatural and that era side. too. That's yeah. all they were right around the same time. So yeah, those that probably scared me. If I were to play a villain, um, geez, man, I don't know. I like uh, I like like a uh, vampire, like in zombie, like shit, like that. If I was gonna do, if I was gonna be the scary bad guy, I would do. I want to be Mike Myers from Halloween. Who's a, who's a who's just a, walk around really slow? Who's a, who's a badass like vampire? What movie? Do, oh, you know what? I would be like, um, what's that crazy bitch's name from uh, that just came out with the, the the new one just came out the the lichens and the and the uh, oh, underworld. Yes, the underworld. Yeah, you'd want to be her. They're, they're, I wish you were her. God damn it! <laughs> I do too. Yeah. Well, they're badasses. I just, I just like that's actually one of. I'd be one of the. Um, the so old, the that's old, not a horror the, movie, the though, old, is it? So you'd be, you'd rather be a vampire than a werewolf? Yeah. What about you, Justin? What vampire or werewolf? Yeah. Uh, werewolf. I was dude? always I werewolf. Not be a pussy I was always, ass vampire. I always thought, yeah, when I was a kid, I'd be like, that'd be cool to be a werewolf to like turn into a fucking yeah, a no, dog, just a beast and mm-hmm. shred everybody. Yeah, that'd be kind of. I cool. felt like I felt like the vampires are just way too smart for the werewolves. Yeah. They're pretty much always outsmarted. Dude, did you ever watch uh, American Werewolf in Paris? That is some of the greatest fucking... Yeah. That werewolf looks so good yeah. and scary. He's cool. That's what I'm going to look like. Mm. Yeah. Moving yeah. along now. Yeah. Jeff Mack 666. Oh, there you go, Justin. Dude, you scary <laughs> bastard. Who will have sex first in the new spot? <laughs> I already, I, I already win. I already won that. No, no, no. There was a, there was a, Wait, there was more to this question. Remember, well, it said like he, his, he speculated. Doug, hold oh. on a second. Are they talking about sex with other people or by yourself? <laughs> yeah, if it's by yourself, it could be well, Sal. That doesn't yeah. count. It's definitely not Justin. He he gets sex once every other month, hey, and man. then <laughs> I D- save it for when it counts. D- Doug could it could be Doug. 
It could be. If so it's, nobody. Okay. So nobody's officially had sex in Mind Pump Media Studios yet. Not yet. Mm, not yet. Is there mm. going to be a contest? <laughs> no, there's not. Dude, uh, I don't want you eating broccoli. I don't want, I don't want you here. eating fish. No fluids allowed. I don't, want, I don't want you eating tuna. I don't want you eating anything in this, in this studio at all. This, it this, smells beautiful in it here. Smells, it's like not I'm, eggy. It smells like fresh paint. Not fucking broccoli. No, I, I won't have sex in here, but if I do, because you know why? On Adam's microwave, Richard will be watching yeah. you. Oh, and Richard. I, yeah. That's Richard why I want to have sex all. in here. I put a hidden camera I like Richard. Richard. You did? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who. Richard's I don't know who bony fingers. That's what that little nub is. You know what? Um, <laughs> unfortunately, we're boring. For sure, if we were in our mid twenties, this would be a very cool competition. I know. Right? I'm sure that we all would have already christened the place. It's not sure. as exciting having bet, six, sex in I'll weird places who, anymore, is it? When we get when we get Dan Bilzerian in here, he'll be the first. He'll be the first. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have him. Have, we'll sure. make him have sex with Adam. He'll, he'll do it like right away. Well, it's oh, not. Dude. Have you guys noticed this as you've gotten older? Boring, it's yeah. not as exciting to have sex in weird places anymore, right? Well, I would maybe because you have a steady girl, man. That's I think it's more that it's we're going, it's more we're that. going steady. Yeah, because yeah. if it's just a random girl, then it's well, I think oh, outside's you, fun. Well, once you've kind of checked all those things off your box, I think that's pretty much. Uh, I, I think there's. I mean, every like okay, the the threesome, the movie theater, <laughs> check, check, backseat of the car, check, check, the yeah. like you know, right. you know the hospital, the hotel like room, yeah. the all. The, once you've done all these in like water, <laughs> yeah. When you've done all these, when you've done all these things, and you go back and you go like you know how many of those were like really comfortable and like, they're memorable yeah. because they were unique and different, but they weren't like memorable because it was like oh my god that was the best sex of my life on a slip and slide. <laughs> you know, I can't I can't say how many like you know in the restroom of a bar type sex was like the best I could ever account for now and i think the story is cool when you're telling your buddies when you're 26 years old like bro i just had sex with a girl right there we just went to the bathroom Dude, that, that happened. when yeah. you're when you're married it's like oh my god we just had sex and their kids were in the other room yeah. <laughs> it was crazy yeah man yeah we're rebels yeah no oh, what's shit. the weirdest what about you oh i think we've probably covered this what's before the, but where's the weirdest place you've had sex weird hmm. yeah not weird but like the most i don't know unique yeah Mm. This, this definitely has to be with <laughs> any of you guys ever. Oh, go ahead, Justin. No, I was I was going to say it's definitely with my wife. Otherwise, I'll get in trouble, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all I can talk about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't be saying shit. She'll listen yeah. and be like, yeah, "Exactly." Well, I'll just make. Wait a minute. Shit, we we never have, went to that place. We didn't have six yeah. sex in the McDonald's well, place. Right? I, I would never fuck? went to Paris. Yeah, I think that's uh, why there's a long pause for Justin and I there because I'll I don't, think about. I don't it. think I should. I don't think any of us should answer that question. I think. Uh, yeah. I think you're the only one that has the. Yeah. Tell us an exciting story. Yeah, why don't you so. tell us? A, why don't you tell us the most exciting spot that you've ever had sex in? Nah. Oh nah. This guy wants us to dance, but he doesn't nah. want to play. Nah. Oh, get out of here, it's bro! Not work like get that. out of here. Hey, listen. If you like Mind Pump, leave the us a five, leave us a five star rating and review on iTunes. If we like your review and we pick it, you're going to win a free Mind Pump T-shirt. Also, don't forget to check us out on Instagram. You can find us at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal Adam at Mind Pump Adam, and Justin's at Mind Pump Justin, and don't forget Doug at Mind Pump Doug. Also, check us out on at on the internet at mindpumpmedia.com. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. 
With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump. <laughs>